Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Anyone who's ever used a tampon probably knows about toxic shock syndrome. It's printed on the little leaflet of every packet you've ever bought. But if you think it's just a tampon being left in a little too long that causes it, think again. Today, we're busting the myths around the deadly medical condition that's linked to that time of the month. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. When you first start using tampons, you either read about this in the little leaflet that comes in the packet, you might see a shocking story of it happening to someone online, or a girlfriend at high school could fill you in on the awful things that can happen if you leave your tampon in too long. It's called toxic shock syndrome, or TSS for short. It happened to US model Lauren Wasser. Back in 2012, she was 24 years old. She had her period, so she popped down to the shop, grabbed a pack of tampons, the same brand she's been using for 11 years. She goes home, puts one in, and lays down on her bed. Not long after, she starts to feel sick. Just flu-like symptoms, just like starting to feel like nauseous and my head pounding. And as soon as I walked inside, literally all of my friends looked at me and said, dude, you look really horrible. Like, you need to go home. I drove myself back to my apartment, and all I wanted to do was get into my bed. The next thing I remember is my blind Cocker Spaniel um, barking ferociously on my chest. Shook my head a little bit, and I came to, and I could just hear pounding at the door, and there was police, police open up. And I was just like, why are the police here? I was so confused. And it was one officer, and he came inside, and there was dog pee and poo everywhere because I hadn't been able to take my dog out. I didn't even know what time it was. I had no idea what was going on. He looked around my apartment and he looked at me and he said, uh, you're really sick. And I said, okay. And he said, you really need to call your mom because she's really worried about you. That's her speaking to the Style Like You YouTube channel. She said she called her mom, told her she was feeling bad, but that she'd speak to her again in the morning. When Lauren didn't answer the phone, her mom sent all her friends and emergency services to her place. And by the time medical help arrived, she was in pretty bad shape. They got to my apartment It took them like 30 minutes to get inside. They found me on my bedroom floor, face down. I had 107 fever. All my kidneys were failing. I had a heart attack. Thank God there was an infectious disease doctor there because as soon as they saw me, I was plummeting so bad that they didn't understand why this young, healthy 24-year-old girl was dying and there was nothing I was being receptive to, so they couldn't figure it out. And they called the specialist down and he said, well, does she have a tampon in? And once they located that I had a tampon and they took it out, They sent it to the lab and it came back as TSS-1, toxic shock syndrome. 
And as soon as they removed it, I started becoming more susceptible to the medicine and the antibiotics. You know, they could put me in a, in, in a medically induced coma and life support, and that could stabilize me for the time being. The fallout from Lauren's toxic shock syndrome was extreme. They were telling my mom and my godfather that I should prepare my funeral and that there's no way that, you know, I'm going to walk out of there, that it would be a miracle. So I was in a medically induced coma for a week and a half. They had to pump me full of 80 pounds of fluid to get all the toxins out of my body. Countless blood transfusions. I just remember like waking up and being like, I couldn't see my vagina. So I was like, this is crazy. Like, why am I so huge? My feet were just excruciating. They were just on fire and like literally felt like they were just being burned. As I was actually there, I was by myself. My mom had just stepped out. My godfather had just left. So I was completely alone. And there was a curtain there and there was a nurse. And I remember her speaking to someone from UCLA saying, I have a 24-year-old girl here who's going to need a, a right leg below the knee amputation. She ended up losing her right leg from the knee down. And it took her a long time to recover from what her body had been through. Lauren's story is shocking. But does that mean we all need to now immediately remove our tampons for fear it will happen to us? Dr Deborah Bateson is the Medical Director of Family Planning New South Wales. Dr Bateson, when did we first start hearing about toxic shock syndrome being related to tampon use? Yeah, so really it was in the 80s and really there was much cause for concern actually in the 80s and we've come a long way since then. But there was a real spike in cases. So I think the first cases were discovered in children actually because toxic shock syndrome is not just to do with, with tampons. It was first described in children. It can affect older people. It can affect younger people. But it really was the 1980s when it became apparent that there was something going on with tampons. And in fact, there was a particular type of tampon which was associated with a real spike. In fact, there were about 890 cases Cases, whereas today it's very, very rare, but there are a really big spike in cases associated with this, with this tampon use. Now, this particular tampon, there was a lot of discussion about what it was made out of. Do you want to just describe this particular tampon and why it was related to so many cases of TSS? Yes, it's really important, actually. So, so basically, you know, women have been putting things into the vagina as a sort of tampon for, you know, since ancient days. But really, the first tampons were around about the 1920s. In fact, I remember there, there was something called Tampax, which you had a, an applicator. Oh, which, I remember yes, those, right. like a big old tube. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, there was a real a desire, I suppose, to make tampons more absorbent. So they developed these super absorbent tampons and there, there was a particular tampon type called Rely and it was made of a sort of polyester foam. But the key thing is it had this thing called carboxymethyl cellulose in it. Okay, you're going to need to explain uh, that I know, and that's like a sort of, it's a gum type thing and it's used in toothpaste and in ice cream and they put it in these tampons as well well to make them super absorbent. And what they realised, so the, this is what the spike was all about, because this particular tampon type provided the perfect sort of medium, if you like, for these bacteria, which are quite common in the world, Staphylococcus and or Staph aureus, we call it golden staph and Streptococcus, so you know, strep it's sometimes called. So these are really common bacteria and they live on our skin and sometimes in our respiratory tract, in our, in our nasal passages, and mostly they cause no harm. But when the situation is just right, with you know, menstruation and these super absorbent tampons, then that was associated with this overgrowth of these bacteria releasing these, these powerful toxins 
out of control and that's what resulted in toxic shock syndrome. So luckily now we know what this is all about and we've very much changed the, you know, the tampon design. So certainly no more, you know, carboxymethylcellulose in, in tampons and, you know, obviously all tamp- tampons are regulated. Now you mentioned all of those things, conditions being right, but this also points to how rare it can be to get TSS from tampons because not only do those conditions all have to be right and the bacteria creates, but then for them to migrate into your bloodstream, that's a whole nother step. So you have to, the conditions have to be perfect for toxic shock syndrome to really happen from a tampon. That's absolutely right. It's a good way of putting it. So toxic shock syndrome is indeed incredibly rare. So we don't capture the number here, but I've talked to lots of infectious diseases specialists and it's been, you know, many, many years since we think that anything to do with with tampons has been associated with toxic shock syndrome here. We think it's less than one in a million cases. And in fact, most of those cases now are not associated with menstruation there in in children, as I mentioned. The decrease, I suppose, is is due to a greater awareness in, in, you know, hygienic use of tampons. So I think, you know, it's still important just not to to say, oh, look, forget about that. I think we still have to be aware of of hygienic use, but also know that all the tampons that are on our shelves today, they've all been regulated and there's been some key changes. So all the tampons these days are individually wrapped. That wasn't the case before. Women do have those instructions on, you know, washing their hands. So, you know, you're out sort of doing do work in the garden or whatever, don't use your, those hands straight away on your tampon. There is important guidance around not leaving the tampon in for too long. But again, it's about getting that balance. Women often think, oh, I can't use my tampon at night. That's not true. So, you know, I think it's important to follow the guidance around a maximum of eight, hour, eight hours use. So you do want to set the alarm to change your tampon in the morning. So all those things are important. I'm so glad you said that because I'm a nighttime tampon user. <laughs> I was yes. feeling a little guilty about that. So yes. No, look, I think it's absolutely fine. And, and look, I'm I must say in my clinical practice, I do see women where, you know, they've actually come in to see me. They've got a funny discharge. And in fact, they've got a tampon that's been there for quite a while that they've forgotten about. And they haven't developed toxic shock. So as Mm -hmm. you say, those conditions have to be just right or just wrong, I suppose you could say. Okay. Well, you mentioned the symptoms. Let's run through them. What should you look out for? Yeah. So so what happens is that these toxins given off by these bacteria, they cause an overwhelming response on the body. So people will develop a sort of sunburn type rash. They'll have redness of their eyes, of their throat, they can develop diarrhea. It's a, an overwhelming response. And then what can happen is that actually the blood pressure can drop to dangerously low levels uh, and then you can get, you know, collapse and shutdown of the body's organs. So, you know, if that happens, it's incredibly serious, of course, and, and anyone you know, suspecting this might be going on, we would certainly, you know, take the temple out straight away, seek medical help. If the conditions are right or wrong, as yep. we, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. discussed. How quickly can TSS come on? Like if we, if you put a tampon in and the bacteria starts to breed, how quick are we looking at the symptoms starting to appear? Look, it's a difficult question to answer because it's going to vary. But I think anyone who's feeling really, you know, unwell with those symptoms, quite it's very dramatic. I mean, this is not a, mm. a you know a, a simple thing. So it's, it's not overwe- like just getting some cold and flu no, symptoms. It's uh, more absolutely than that. overwhelming. Peeling of the hands and the feet. Uh, just this dramatic sun like rash. So these are very dramatic symptoms mm-hmm. indeed. So do we have to worry about toxic shock as much today as we did back in the 80s and 90s? The answer is no, we don't. With the advancement of tampon technology and the number of factors that need to come into play to create the perfect TSS storm, lucky for the women of 2019 and beyond, it's no longer a major threat to our health. Ellie Beatty is the executive producer of The Quickie, audio production by Ian Camilleri. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash the quickie. 
And if you're the person who's in their element talking about tampons and vaginas and lots of other things people normally find a tad uncomfortable, then do we have a new podcast for you. It's called Overshare, where three amazing ladies, Flex, Lem and Kelly, sit down and let it all hang out. Check out Overshare in your favourite podcast app today.